You are now listening to Catch These Vibes with Charmonique. Welcome to Catch These Vibes. This is Charmonique and you're listening to episode 93. All right, so I'm I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I really need to get my shit together, okay? I need to get my shit together. And I'm going to tell you why I say this. This I am like literally going, I'm just going as, going as I go. Like I'm planning this shit and playing this shit out as I go. Okay. Because I told you guys that the season was supposed to end in September, which is what I usually do. And I would use these months to, um, um, take a break or plan something. I will use the months, um, October, November, December to, you know, get a, just a mental break from, um, from podcasting and then return in January. That was my routine. But this year I decided to do it a little, a little bit differently so now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I will, I will, I really want to continue. I, I do because I enjoy it so much, but at the same time, I, I know I need to take a break so that I can just get some things planned out, uh, for the next season and, um, just figure out exactly what I want for this podcast. Um so I what I am currently considering is to end the season, which I mean I did say that I was going to do eventually. I just didn't know exactly when. So I think that time is coming near. That time is coming. I don't know when yet for sure, but it is near. The time is near, folks, when season 3 will be coming to an end and we will have a season finale. I believe though, even though I will end the season, I will continue doing the bonus episodes because the bonus episodes are solely focused on Nicki Minaj right now. So it's the Nicki Minaj corner bonus episodes. I, I want to continue doing those. Um, but yeah, so that is in the works. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of just, just research, really. I've been doing a lot of research and just seeing exactly what, seeing exactly what, um, what's out there that I'm not, um, aware of when it comes to being a podcaster and what I need to be doing to excel my podcast and help get it to the next level and what is the next level you know I I'm just figuring all of that out and so um I've been joining these Twitter spaces and um looking at these different informative threads by these really cool people on Twitter that I've um come across so and I've been seeing very just just very good um takes on how to market your podcast and 
Um, I've been, you know, reading different things that has has just been very helpful to me. And I'm I'm learning. I'm like really learning. So I just want to take everything that I'm learning and apply it in a real strategic way. You know what I mean? Like I really want to put all my attention and and, and energy into producing this podcast to be something that is really, really great and amazing, you know? So that is what I've been on and in the midst of trying to consistently put out weekly episodes, I'm still, you know, trying to figure out exactly what to do. So uh, what I'm going to do is be easy on myself and take a, a mental break and in the season. So what I'm thinking, let's see. Hmm. Let's end the season. Let's say let's end the season next week. So is that too soon? <laughs> is that too abrupt? Nah, you guys will be okay. Um, we're going to, so yeah, the next episode will be the season finale and I will just continue doing the, um, the bonus episodes. So the Nicki Minaj corners. And then, so I'll just take this time to decide exactly what I want to do for the next season. So I wanted to share something actually that I thought was so just what I really needed to see. So there's this really cool girl or woman on Twitter that I follow. Her name is Ariel Nissenblatt. Sounds like this and that. <laughs> so she um she tweets on podcasts and geography. I'm reading her bio. But yeah, so she tweets a lot of cool stuff. Um, she has a newsletter called EarPods Podcast Collective. Um, so she is the definitely somebody that you want to be following if you are on Twitter. Because um, she tweets a lot of helpful things. And there's uh, so many different threads that has so much information for podcasters out there who are really trying to see what they're not doing or what they should be doing, what they could be doing, things like that. And I'm definitely someone who falls in that category. So I'm always looking around and reading uh, different things. Um, so she posted something today and, and it says, what questions do you have about marketing your podcast? How can I help? So I I went through the thread and read a different a couple different responses and, and questions, but this one really hit home for me because it, it really does um, describe how I feel perfectly. So the person asks, how does one market a podcast that doesn't focus on one thing? On our show, we discuss a wide variety of topics. Our selling point is that we keep the conversations family friendly, but that doesn't really explain what sh- what the show is quote unquote about any tips 
So first of all, I was really able to relate to this because I feel like my podcast is not focused on one thing. Like I I do talk about different things. Um, I do have different segments that I usually do on a consistent basis or sometimes I might switch it up and only do certain segments on an episode. Um, but usually it's pretty much the same sort of topics. Um, but it's just never just always just one thing all the time. Like a like a true crime podcast, you know that when you listen to that podcast is going to be about true crime or like a a gaming podcast, you know, that podcast is it's about gaming, you know, and with my podcast is it's not that clear cut. So I do be having these types of um, concerns um, that this dude is um, um, asking her about. So I thought that this was a perfect question. So her response Um, Let's try to figure this out. What topics do you generally cover? Is every episode about a different topic? So um, they said every episode is different. Some topics are lighthearted. Some are heavy. Um, Sometimes we describe it as a podcast that you can enjoy without worrying about who may walk into the room. So she says, gotcha. Marketing is hard in this case because listeners never know what to expect. I'd consider planning out your episodes and letting folks know what's coming. Um, So they said, we definitely plan them out, but we don't currently pre-announce episodes. We may give that a shot. She said, totally. Another thing to explore, themed weeks or months. That way you can anchor your content around a theme and listeners can engage based on interest. So I thought that was perfect because that that's something that I've been considering for a while now. Like, should I implement different series or theme weeks or months like she said when I am just focused on one thing? one theme and that way you guys know what to expect you know that's been something that I've been really thinking about and feeling like man do am I doing something wrong here like should I be doing it this differently am I going about this completely the wrong way so I wanted to share that for Uh, different reasons so I wanted to share it for if there's any other podcasters like myself who listen to my podcast and um, can relate to that I thought that would be helpful it can give you you know an idea of maybe you should try something different or um, go about it this way if you do feel like you need to or if you feel like you want to switch things up a little bit um I wanted to share that for those people. And then also I wanted to share for um, my listeners just to just to explain really where my my mind is has been a lot lately um, and why I think it is best for me to end this season. 
like soon <laughs> so so that I can get my shit together okay like I just want to be the best that I can be obviously so I just want I'm just learning a lot like I'm really learning a lot and trying to get a lot more comfortable with networking with people and talking to strangers you know I'm so I'm like to think I like to think of myself as a friendly person, but at the same time, I think I can be standoffish and not really open to, you know, just meeting new people and talking to strangers because you never really know where the conversation can go and it can go either good or bad. And, you know, I guess I need to approach it a little bit more in a positive way. And expecting that it may, you know, go good. And just putting myself out there more. That way I'll have more opportunities to have these different conversations with these different type of people. You, Because you're never going to know. You're never going to get anywhere. You're never going to know until you know. Until you put yourself out there. Until you try new things. And then until you... um try to conquer your fears of, um, you know, meeting people or putting yourself out there. Like if you're someone who's just like stays to yourself a lot, it might be, it may be challenging to really put yourself out there and allow yourself to just be open to different connections and different bonds that you may create by, sending a DM or interacting to a post or what's, you know, really becoming popular is going on clubhouse and talking in those rooms or uh, on Twitter spaces, talking on those spaces, hosting a space. My goal is to host a space. My goal is to host one. And I got to do it because I feel like that's really like the next step and it could really be beneficial for me to, you know, put myself out there in that way. So, yeah, those are some of the things that I have been thinking about and considering, but I really love that she um, asked that, um, what am I trying to say? I really love the fact that she is, you know, giving people opportunities to ask her these questions and then she answers it the way that she does with um with answers that are just so relatable and it's just like, duh, why didn't I think of that already? Of course. Or maybe I I did think of that already and I just need to do it. And that was just confirmation that I know what I need to do. Like I know what my next move is so my next move is to produce something that will go for weeks or for months a themed segment that will go for weeks or for months and then present it to you all in a beautiful package wrapped in a bow that way you guys will know what's up what's what I just feel like that's I just really want to do that I feel like that's the best thing at this point 
um, for this podcast. So that is what I will be working on. And that's why I feel like it is best that next week is our season finale. All right. So now that I went through that whole spiel, let's get into let's get into some things. Um, so I wanted to have a catch this tweet segment since it's been a while and just go through some of these tweets that I found very much intriguing. So first one I have here, I think showing up for people when they need you the most is important. Like I may not be with you 24 seven or talk to you every day, but just know you can depend on me if you ever need to. Can we get some snaps? Like I may not be with you 24 seven or talk to you every day, but just know you can depend on me if you ever need to. I think that's more important. Like ha- being dependable or having dependable people in your life is way more important if than them being in your face every single day. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, it's just not possible. It's just, it's, sometimes it's not possible for that to, for it to be that way. But if you know that you can call on that person when you need them and they come through for you, I feel like that's, that's gold. Like, that's what's important. All right, next one. If the first date don't make me want to see you in less than 24 hours, I got news for you, bud. And this one, I like this one because it's really true. Like if we go on a date and if I ain't trying to see you again or if I ain't thinking about it, then I feel like, well, did I really have a good time with you? Like, did I really have a good date? If I'm not trying to go on another one, like as soon as possible, like I think not. Um, let me see here. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, it says adult coloring is really good for anxiety and calming your mind and providing a distraction. So this was a retweet because or a quoted tweet. Someone quoted uh, who knew coloring could be therapeutic. Um, So it does turn out adult coloring is really good for anxiety and calming your mind. And providing a distraction. Um, and that really makes sense. I, I That makes sense a lot. I enjoy coloring. I really do. I just bought me some color. Um, some crayons. They're like the skin tone. Uh, skin toned um, colors. So um, I haven't used them yet. But I'm looking forward to it. So I'm I definitely enjoy coloring. It's so soothing. Especially when you like get to see your finished product. I love it. I love it a lot. So this one it says I gave a homeless man my burger after my lunch break earlier and said I didn't touch it. So he says, I wish you woulda. It would it'll taste better. I blushed mad hard at which point 
I decided I'm going to bring him breakfast in the morning. And as I type this, I realize my bar is very low. Laugh my ass off. And then someone tweeted under that. This was me when I gave a crackhead $20 and he told me he loved me and he, he was bringing me to Hawaii when he get rich. I started blushing, saying to myself, damn, I ain't never had it this good before. Do y'all men, do you see what y'all men doing to us? Got our bar way low, way low to the ground. How low can you go? That's, that's sad. That's sad that, that we be impressed by, by the littlest stuff like this because we ain't, cause ain't nobody said anything nice to us in a while. Cause ain't nobody tried to flirt with us in such a long time that the whole po homeless man getting us to blush. Man, you see what see what we have come to. <sighs> Speaking of, I hope y'all know that in my last episode when I was talking about my quote unquote day in life and how old boy had you know was giving grammatical errors and whatnot. It was a joke. I hope y'all know it was a little jokey joke. You know what I'm saying? It was just a joke. I hope nobody took it too seriously. I mean, that ain't how I be acting. It's just, it was just a joke. Don't take it serious. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Oh, oh, this is a this one. This one right here. It says, I want y'all to let go of the idea of going back to normal. We're witnessing a major transition in human history. Ain't nothing going back to. So either face reality or get left behind. Ain't nothing to go back to. So either face reality or get left behind. And then she also said, I don't know about y'all, but there have been too many warning signs. Everything that was once secure is or will no longer be. That's deep. <laughs> um, but now, as far as what she said is about going back to normal, it's like, that's so true. Like, I, you don't even feel, you don't even feel right saying going back to normal at this point. Like, you know, before 2020 end, we was, you know, wondering, oh, in 2021, is, are we going to, is it going to go back to normal or what's going to happen? But at this point, expecting anything to go back to normal is, is silly. Um, we are, like she said, witnessing and going through a major transition in human history. And, you know, this is moving forward this is just life <laughs> ain't nothing to go back to um we just got to deal with life as we know it the way that it is so that's really deep when you think about it like we you, you have to like come to terms with oh my gosh this is the new normal this is just the way life's going to be now you not every day you have to deal with the anxiety of if you're going to catch COVID-19, whether regardless if you got the vaccine or not, you know what I'm saying? Because that ain't stopping nothing. I mean, for being honest, 
It ain't stopping nothing. So it's just like, we just got to deal with it. But yeah, I thought that was deep and I feel like she's right. We ain't no going back to normal. So it just is what it is. All right, so let's make this the last one. It states, I don't know what young writer needs to hear this, but if you think Insecure HBO is a good show, just know every second of it, I agonized, worried, stressed about if what I was contributing was good enough creatively. So know it never leaves you. Embrace it and make it a power. So I loved reading this tweet because it's it's like it's like the same um same reassurance that I get from like Beyonce like Beyonce she's one of the artists that I've watched and listened to and she she talks about how nervous she gets how you know how she still may doubt her abilities or doubt the music that she creates and a lot of artists feel that way. So it's always comforting in a way when you are able to hear that people feel the same way that you do. People still have the same worries and still agonize about the same things and worry that they're not good enough creatively. Like what they're putting out into the world is not good enough. Like people who have made it you know quote unquote made it and gotten somewhere they still have these doubts and these feelings so it's 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 reassuring in a way um and I mean I don't I just I don't know it just makes me feel better basically it makes me feel better that you know these uh, these people still feel this way they go through these same same emotions it's it's a it's a normal thing. It's a human thing um, to feel. And like he said, it never leaves you. Embrace it and make it a power. So I think the it's just, you know, really about that final that final sentence about just embracing it and and not letting it make you powerless, but making make it your power. So that was deep as fuck. And I really wanted to share that tweet because I was just like, I love that. I just love coming across little things like that that can help people, creatives, um, just feel better about their work. Or maybe if they were feeling stuck or low or not confident, you know, those types of messages really do help. So Amen to that. So as promised, I wanted to talk about the documentary on HBO Max called What Happened, Brittany Murphy. So this presents an in-depth, intimate character portrait exploring the life and career and mysterious circumstances surrounding the tragic death of 90s actress and rising star Brittany Murphy. So Brittany Murphy... um. What really draws me to her is that um, I just loved her as a person. Um, she just had this this contagious 
happy glow of her that just made you feel good just watching her on the screen and just hearing her talk. So, of course, my all-time favorite movie that she appeared in is Clueless. Like, come on, she she played Ty. And Ty is probably one of the most likable characters in the movie. Um, I mean, I guess that is, that can be debated, you know, because she, she can be deemed or looked at as unlikable in that movie but um at as at a point but but yeah she's Thai and she's you know rolling with the homies like that's her and she was just so beautiful so down to earth and just so cool in that movie and to think that people she was harshly judged judged after her role in that movie um, at one point, people, someone told her that she, she didn't look fuckable and, in um, basically saying that she didn't get a certain role because she didn't look, you know, fuckable. And it's just like hearing that. And of course you want to be able to get roles. This is your life stream you want to be able to get the opportunities like the other your peers are getting the opportunities so you're going to do things to make yourself look the way that you feel that they are telling you you need to look so I think that's what really started her um downward spiral um that well I think that contributed to it um, she was, a, unfortunately, and very sadly, another victim of the mental abuse that the industry causes on people who um, have to deal with the, the, the judgment, the public ridicule, the different magazines that, you know, create rumors and just so many different things that you have to deal with as a celebrity, celebrity as someone who's in the in the public eye all the time it just it takes a toll on a person and we've seen that time and time again and so the the documentary just pretty much goes into the all of that and what caused um her to kind of go down this this downward spiral honestly it just was it was just really sad to to see and to watch I'm sure people who watched it in real time, um, it was sad to watch. Um, I think I'm, it's just the circumstances revolving around her death are just so odd. So, so odd. And I think it's one of, another one of those cases or um, deaths in the true crime community where people have really looked into and done research and talked about. So you can, you can find people who've done videos on YouTube, which they did show in the documentary. A lot of people were talking about it. And the thing that a lot of people were talking about is the man that she married. So this, the man that she married is allegedly, allegedly a con artist. Um, just you know, from the evidence presented to speak on his 
his questionable path and or past and character just just really just supports the fact that he was some oh, just a just a very questionable person. He just seemed just from what they said he just seemed like somebody who really wanted to get get ahead in life and you was an opportunist and uh, was a liar and a con artist basically and so it's very sad and unfortunate that Brittany got tied up with a person like that um someone in her position who probably wasn't in the best mental state meeting someone who um is controlling and doesn't really have your best interests in in at heart or in, or in mind or in the, tries to make you feel that way but in all reality they're just really using you for your money you know what I mean so a lot of people think that that was the case um so it's just really sad um I definitely feel like if you are interested in Brittany Murphy if you are a fan of hers and her filmography then you should definitely check it out and um educate yourself on on Brittany Murphy in her last days. All right, y'all. So to end the episode, I wanted to recap the last episode of Insecure. So this I so they first of all, they started the episode with it being 1 year later. So one year later, which was like, okay, I wasn't expecting it. So I was, I was saying that what I thought they were going to do was I thought eventually there were going to be, there was going to be a a one year later moment or a six month later moment, but I didn't think it was going to be so soon in the season. I thought it was going to be like halfway through. So yeah, that was surprising to me, but um, I, I, I think I like the, the route that they're going. So this last episode was really just focused on Issa and Molly's growth in their friendship, their relationship, and how they just seem to be closer than ever. And they're communicating, they're spending quality time together. And you could just see that they really leaned on each other a lot during this this one year time frame um so it's a um I love how they they did introduce Kofi Cerebro's fine self um so he is a, a artist a creative that Issa is working with and um partnering with a company and so um, I like how they they went into that aspect of of Issa's career and seeing so we could see exactly where where it's at right now and then what she's doing and what it entails. So I like how it is going that route. So it's not focused on Issa and Lawrence at all right now. It hasn't really they haven't really touched on it. It's just been kind of like that silent uh the elephant in the room basically because it's there but it hasn't really been addressed head on just yet so um I'm very interested to see when they will introduce that maybe maybe the next episode because of the way this episode ended 
you can tell that Issa is not over the Lawrence situation. She seems to be very hurt and and not really sure or really ready to date anybody else because she's not over Lawrence yet. Um, and it's that's really understandable when you think about it. She, her and Lawrence got to a point where it was like, okay, this is where we're able to get back to where we left off and now we're better than ever. We're both in good places in life or we're both headed there and things were going good until, you know, the, the baby came into the picture and she, she made her, her decision and did what was, what she felt was best for her and broke it off with Lawrence. And so now it's a year later and she's still not over it. It looks like, so we're going to be seeing Issa figuring out what to do, which is what I, what I thought it was going to be like. So we're going to be seeing her figure out what to do with, as far as her and Lawrence, if she should, if they should be together or not. And Right now, she's more on the or not side, and she's suffering from it. So that's sad, but but yeah, I'm loving the season so far. Um, it's I like the direction that it's going in. So so yeah. Um, unfortunately, since I'm going to be ending the season, I don't know, man. I I could change my mind, but currently we gonna do the season finale next week. So since I'm gonna do the season finale next week um we're not going to be able to talk about it I don't know though maybe we will maybe we'll still talk about it maybe I'll just do um insecure recaps I don't know or maybe we'll just catch up when when the next season starts who knows obviously I don't know right now but I'll let y'all know okay okay so, so yeah, Insecure, shout out, check it out. It's the last season, so support it if you haven't already. You are definitely missing out. All right, so I'm going to end this episode on that note. Um, check us out on Good Pods. We on Podchaser. We on any platform that you are using. We on there. Give us a shout out by giving us a rate or review. Let us know how you're feeling the show, what you're thinking, if you would like to see me do things months or weeks. And if so, if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to hear me talk about, let me know. Catch me on or find me on Twitter. Um, it is catch underscore vibes pod. Um, we are also on Instagram at catch these vibes pods. So check us out, follow us, let us know what is up, what is down. All right. Anywho, y'all enjoy the rest of your week and have a great weekend. I'm signing off. Love, peace and hair grease.